The great children's uh, writer E.B. White said that uh, humor has an added dimension, that it, that it can take people to uh, that place where tears and laughter meet, where they fall from one to another and they can't trust their emotions. He said it can do that because like poetry, it has an added dimension and, uh, and when it does it, it uh, takes people close to the big hot fire that is truth. So when I'm writing, uh, I, I'm always trying uh, to take people to the place of laughter, but also to uh, the place where laughter meets tears. All right, guys, Big Joe here on uh, the JNK podcast with uh, Carl Carafel and Diamond Frost again. Now, um, we're doing a paranormal uh, talk episode today, but I just thought I'd play that uh, little bit there. That was actually uh, from Mr. Uh, Stuart McLean, who actually just yesterday uh, passed away at the age of 68 years old of a melanoma. Uh, very uh, popular, very uh, good at what he did. Um, he was... Uh, a radio personality for CBC and uh, did his own show called Vinyl Cafe, which a lot of Canadians are familiar with. A lot of good uh, humor stories and whatnot. Very, uh, very good stuff there. Was around for a very long time and unfortunately is gone now. But uh, left behind quite a body of work there for people to enjoy for uh, many years to come. So he will be missed here in Canada. And uh, so, yeah, just thought I'd uh, mention that uh, uh, kind of piece of Canadian news here for everybody to know about. And how fitting that we mentioned something like this, especially when we're coming into a paranormal talk and more episode. Mm-hmm. So I think we were going to start off uh, this episode here. We're talking about some of our shows that we like, uh, like uh, Ghost Adventures and this kind of stuff, and maybe kind of talking a little bit about each one. Well, we talk about uh, the main one right off the bat, Ghost Adventures. And kind of our opinions of that particular that show. Was your favorite one, isn't it? I, I would say it's my favorite. I mean, it's definitely the most popular one, I think, with most people, right? Yeah. It's up for debate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But since you say it's up for debate, what's yeah, the debate? Uh, I mean, you, you've got the different styles in some of the different shows. You've mm-hmm. got, uh, you know, Ghost Adventures that's really high pep, I guess. Like, he's very high strung, right? Um very energetic, enthusiastic in everything that's done on Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. Then on the other side, you've got like Ghost Hunters. Yep. Right? Which is, you know, those two are probably neck and neck for probably the most popular that there are. Mm-hmm. You know, having Ghost Hunters a little bit more somber, a little bit more um, grounded, maybe is the yeah. best word for it. I will say that uh, you know with Ghost Adventures, it's uh, I'd say it's a little bit more over the top, especially with Zach Bagans, the main host. He really, uh, you know, during the investigations, he really goes for that. You know, he really likes to provoke uh, the ghosts and whatnot. Right. Like he, he's, yeah. th- th- that's his big his, his main shtick there, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, it does add an entertainment factor. I do like because uh, that show is mainly aired on the Travel Channel. Is that they, you know, after the first couple seasons, you know, they kind of would kind of show a little bit of the town or the two that they were going to as well, right? Yeah. Since it was on, on the travel channel, right, to get, you know, to know a little bit about uh, about the place and then getting into the actual place where they're doing their investigation, right? It's nice that they do a little bit of he- theory and a little bit of history on, on where it is that they're at. My biggest concern with Ghost Adventures is that they, they really don't have much truth or much research behind what they're what they're talking about. So, mm. I mean, when you watch an episode... Check your facts. Look up. Look it up on the internet, and and you you might be surprised as to what is not true. Have you found some stuff that uh, has not uh, been the case, or like not true with what they yeah. said? Yeah, uh, there was one episode. I I can't even remember where or anything like that. But the, the main focus was on a plantation. It was mm-hmm. a, a a home kind of deal, and. Uh, the major story that Zach Baggins was talking about was there was a, a the wife uh, who was sleeping apparently with mm. the, uh, the uh, a slave a male a male Ooh. slave that they had uh, on the plantation and afterwards after seeing this episode I looked it up and it, there was no truth to it at all mm. so uh, yeah that that's just my I guess gripe with Ghost Adventures. I kind of enjoy Ghost Hunters myself. Uh, there was a show on at one point called Factor Faked, uh, which yeah, is also very well, interesting. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Haunted Highways. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, one of the Osbournes is in that one, uh, and some Jack. Uh, 
Jack Osborne, yes. And yep. some of the uh, former uh, Factor Fate crew uh, is also on that one, which is also quite interesting. They try to prove what's going on scientifically. So they'll, you know, reenact things. They'll, uh, you know, it, was it wind? Could it have possibly been other people? Let's let's try to recreate this and see if it's actually plausible mm-hmm. yeah. first. Which... Yeah, the uh, Ghost Hunters, yeah, like you said, they, the, the one guy, especially one of the main hosts, you know, he's one of the first ones, to, you know, to try and find a logical explanation for what's happening, you know, mm-hmm. and immediately try and debunk it as, uh, you know, something that just might... Uh, be normal for, for it to happen with ghost adventures it's a little bit more uh theatrics yeah you know, it, it's yeah. in uh, you know to be fair it's still extremely entertaining to watch uh, you know now if that's what you're into now were you talking but, about uh, jason or were you talking about steve or are you talking about grant because grant wilson is no longer there um so jason is the the big bald guy mm-hmm. whereas uh, steve is the uh he was the former tech guy mm. and moved up to a lead investigator. I think it might have been Steve I was talking about. Okay. I, I really like Steve, too. It was really funny. Some of the... Uh, when we met him at the convention, the Quaden convention there... Um, or Sorry. Uh, sorry. He was not there. When we watched one episode, he was on Mackinac Island. And uh, he was he's afraid of flying. So it was really funny mm. that uh, he couldn't get off the island... There was a, the last ferry of the season was leaving, and if he was not on it, he was not leaving the island. So it was, he's got this big fear of flying and uh, spiders. Yep. Is apparently one of his big ones. Now, they're not ghosts, apparently. Mm-hmm. They're not ghosts. Not ghosts. Not afraid of no. ghosts. Not afraid of ghosts. Well, I mean, to be a ghost hunter slash adventurer. I think being afraid of ghosts is not something that you would want in your resume. So, well, I mean, check out the documentary—the very first Ghost Adventures documentary when they found the yep. uh, flying uh, two by four or whatever it was. Uh, you know, they ran like crazy. Speaking of of which, uh, with that particular scenario, we actually have a clip that we're actually going to play, which is actually from what I've seen. I've listened to this back quite a few times getting ready. This uh, probably one of the best. Uh, pieces of evidence when it comes to ghost hunting i think has been ever found mm-hmm. so i think we'll play this and yeah. uh, and, and kind of discuss a little bit it's uh, from sure. the goldfield hotel mm-hmm. which are the ghost adventure guys they've been to at least a couple times yes. i know for sure and but this is actually um two people who are pretty well well known and uh, this is why i like having facebook up while we're doing shows because the messages are coming in but Excellent. Uh, anyways uh the Constantino uh, couple there, they are uh, quite well known in the uh, ghost uh, hunting slash adventuring world. Yep. And uh, she's really good at, uh, you know, picking out voices of these EVP yeah, sessions very, and whatnot. Uh, she's, so. she's listened to so much of them. Uh, so we'll play this. Uh, it's actually from a, a news uh, clip that uh, they actually were on network television with a, uh, a voice that they heard. So here. this was after the <clears throat> uh, investigation at the Goldfield. And Goldfield so then the, I think it was Channel 2 News or something like that, the local news uh, station that went in with uh, De- Mark and Debbie Constantino yep. and got this EVP. So I, I think it is quite interesting and I'm glad we're going to play it. So let's listen. Okay, here we go. Awesome. Now, tonight, some of the EVP that has the paranormal world buzzing at 11. One of the clearest responses ever on tape. Not once, but twice. You will not believe your ears tonight at 11. You are going inside the Goldfield Hotel to spend the night. After midnight, our party of seven again took to the halls. Again, there is no power to the building, so we had to use flashlights and lanterns. And could you please talk to us, please? Throughout the halls, we would stop and try EVP or electronic voice phenomenon. The dead talking, caught on tape. Have you been here for a long time? But sometimes, they do other things to get your attention. On the fourth floor, just as we passed an open stairwell, something rushed at us. We got movement. We could hear steps and clanging coming right for us. We've got movement in the stairwell. But nothing prepared us for what we would find or hear in the basement. An earlier film crew had apparently angered the spirits to the point that a brick was thrown. And we asked whoever was there to show us that they were real. Not a brick, just something. And if you guys did it, could you always tell me in the recorder if you did it? Could you always tell me in the recorder if you did it? It wasn't a thank you, but we've done it. 
Did anybody say that? Nobody said that. No. 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 Thank you, but we've done it. Play it yeah. One more. Can you play it one more? Oh man, I got chills, chills, chills. Could you call me in the Could you always tell me in the recorder if you did it? They look what we said. Could you always tell me in the recorder if you did it? They look what we said. Could you always tell me in the recorder if you did it? They look what Later in the conversation, they spoke again, referring to the brick. So if you know of anybody that did it, can you let us know or can you move just a little piece of plaster? Nothing that would happen for the rest of the night would rival this EVP. There would be rooms that we would enter and quickly leave, ice cold, and a feeling of fear forcing us to do so. But clearly, we had what we came for. This is one story we won't forget. So yeah, there you go. Um, one of the clearest voices that I think I've ever heard when it comes to a voice like that being recorded. Right. That was pretty wild. That was definitely wild. I've seen that uh, mm. that Goldfield Hotel episode, uh, mm -hmm. the first the documentary, and then uh, they've gone back a couple of times. Uh, they got some of the best, clearest uh, evidence uh, mm -hmm. ever. So uh, it is definitely one of the things that, that makes me believe that the Ghost Adventures is, uh, is doing a good job and, yeah. and truthful. I'm not so sure that their stories behind what they're doing are, are truthful. That is my biggest, like I said, my biggest mm -hmm. gripe with them. So now, The only thing with this, um, with it being a TV show and not being aired live as, as it's happening, I guess, you know, there's always, you know, the possibility, could any of this being be done post-production-wise. Right, is do you, it fake? You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Right. How likely of a possibility could some of that be? There have been episodes that have been done where they mm -hmm. have taken, whether it's imagery or whether it's audio, mm -hmm. and have had it tested. Yeah. Um, because that comes up quite a bit. Right. 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 People are always saying, oh, it's just fake. They put it in. Somebody in the background was saying something and that's why you heard it. Mm -hmm. Right. But they've they've actually done studies and, uh, you know, scientifically gone through. And scientists have said, we have no clue. Yeah. So this is unaltered material. Yeah. Mm. They've said unaltered, right. you know, not fabricated. Mm. This is unexplainable right because it's a it's a worthwhile thing to point out because supposedly one of the reasons why you know talking just strictly ghost adventures again one of the reasons why nick uh left possibly was because he had kind of exposed them for kind of fabricating some of the stuff that they found so right so now see i've heard different rumors about that i heard that uh, the reason that he left was because him and zach had some issues where uh nick had left because he wanted to spend time with his wife and new new child so understandable yeah. right yeah so i guess they had a falling out about that one and hmm, that was the rumor that i heard uh, any <clears throat> i haven't heard anything else but yeah. in, in any case i guess when he took to his twitter feed he said that he was just leaving uh to pursue other endeavors which he has pursued yeah, other done. yeah other endeavors so uh i look forward to seeing some of those yeah yeah Anybody definitely else? like but, but, I mean, we don't know if if it was him saying he wanted to go to new adventures or, you know, if it was the show saying best of luck in your future endeavors. Well, apparently it was his Twitter feed, yeah. his, his actual Twitter account who posted that. True, but, yes. you know, the company says here's an extra, you know, $100,000, you keep this quiet, and this right. is how it yeah. happened, you decided to leave. Mm -hmm. yeah, very well could be the case too mm -hmm. who knows very well yeah. speaking of other shows uh has anybody checked out the uh the the uh rumors going around and the scandal towards uh ryan buell now i'm not too sure that joe knows who ryan buell is but not uh, too familiar no no he was on a show uh called paranormal state um and uh actually the girl uh Catter Christina or Katerina, whatever her name Katrina. is. Katrina, that's yeah. it. She's uh, doing that new show with Nick. And uh, she was uh, first on Paranormal State. Mm -hmm. uh, and Ryan Buell was the lead character in uh, in that particular uh, 
show uh, seems to have booked some personal appearances uh, and uh, kind of bowed out and never returned any money. Huge mm. scandal on that one. Yeah. Also, rumors going around that he kind of faked some of his uh, medical conditions. Mm. So lots of debt and lots of scandal going on there. Yeah, Ryan Buell actually um, was arrested um, for right. for that stuff. He was actually uh, facing three charges related to theft and stolen property. Wow. Um, and all of the charges or alleged crimes committed in uh, Center County, Pennsylvania. Um, but he was arrested in South Carolina in his home state on like September 18th, it says. Now, is he and out? this was back like um, a few years ago. This was, well, not a few years ago. This was last year. Um, 2016 that that this had happened I I don't know if he actually is out or not um but yeah that's what he was arrested for so. wow hmm. wow kind of sets the doubt in your mind doesn't it like really what's going on on these shows and are these people real and and that type of thing which kind of goes along with what we've been talking about right can we trust some of these these people who are bringing out this type of stuff and it's and being arrested for it, right? And it's not so much just the personalities on the shows as well. I mean, the the television producers of these shows as well, you know, under pressure from all of these big networks and stuff like that. You know, like say they're, they're bringing, you know, they're recording the stuff that's happening and it's pretty lackluster. You know, they might be forced to kind of fabricate right. some stuff fabricate too, right? So, stuff. you know, it's not necessarily just the, the people on the uh, the actual hosts and the stars of the actual shows being corrupt or having issues, which everybody does. Right. Things happen. But, you know, for the actual content of the show, you know, how much of the stuff might be kind of, you know. Yeah. yeah. Certainly 100%, makes you percent Right. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know. It, it's, it still makes it fun to watch, obviously, but uh, mm. you know, some of you, uh, you know, is interested in, in facts, you know, it can be a little tough to swallow. Absolutely. You know, say, right? so, Absolutely. So we'll see. But, Just a uh, quick update on that. Yeah. Ryan Buell is out of oh, jail. Okay. Um, okay. He was out on bail mm-hmm. after spending 30 days in. 30 um, days. After the 30 days, he <clears throat> actually relinquished his passport. So he can't so travel he can't anywhere. Travel. Hmm. Wow. So I wonder what he's going to do. How is he going to fix this? How is he going to, you know, reinstate a good image in the uh, court of public opinion, Mm -hmm. so to speak? I don't know that he really can after this. A lot of people wanted to see him and wanted to see these personal appearances. This is how he he got a lot of money, right? Yep. So uh, is a public apology going to be enough? Probably not. Maybe. Uh, And when you're... A celebrity like that, you know, you can kind of become a role model for people as well, too. And then when things get exposed like that, it can lead to some trouble. So Right, right. So we'll see when it uh, comes to that. Now, why don't we, uh, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, some local kind of stuff around, you know, at least right in, in, in the Ontario area here. Well, there's some. There's been some records of a little bit happening. All right. Um, so this is going, you know, I'd say between, what, 2008 and 2010, there's been some instances that have happened here even a few are right in uh, this very city excellent uh, for, looks like one of the first ones on the list here uh uh right here in sault ste marie it is the uh it says feline visitation what, what exactly does anybody know what that is i think it's a uh ghost cat okay uh, somebody had received the following report of a premonition followed by visitations from one of our readers in the sault ste marie area my husband my three children and myself went on a camping camping trip and we're and then doesn't show anything else yeah i think you have to to click click on it to actually click on it okie (laughs) dokie oh wow there's quite the story here there is quite the story wow okay uh the cat was called frodo that's interesting that is big white cat four nights into our camping trip gone to bed early that night woke to a clear vision of our cat jumping through the air hmm interesting interesting is right interesting so it, it definitely brings us uh, to, you know, kind of the topic of, uh, of, of ghost uh, animals. And ghost is there, pets. Yeah, is there mm. such a thing as ghost pets? And mm. 
Uh, I know that we've everybody in this room actually has had I've definitely a, seen some of it. Yeah, just recently. Actually. Recently. Just what, recently, tell us about it. What mm-hmm. happened? I'll just kind of coming home and then being in this back room here and then looking back out and right across the hallway, uh, just uh, looked like a white cat. I'd say a good foot, foot and a half uh, above the ground, moving right across. Not not really really quickly, but you know faster than a normal cat would kind of walk. Mm-hmm. Right, and then going into that room, and I would say at least one or two minutes later, there was just like a cold feeling going through me, and then that was it. Right. right. Wow. So not, there not, was a feeling that much later afterwards? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And none of the actual cats are in that room, you know, because there are two cats in this house. Right. But, uh, yep, made, made absolutely sure that uh, it wasn't either of them there, and, uh, you know, th- that cold feeling going through you. Uh, I don't have any explanation for that either. So. Yeah, and which is interesting that uh, Carl and myself just lost our two uh, cats in mm-hmm. August. Uh, it was posted on my Facebook, and I'm pretty sure Carl had something on his own personal Facebook that mm-hmm. uh, in August uh, we lost our two cats. One, ironically, was a big white cat. Her name was Oogie. Yep. And uh, her companion, Pounce, who were not of the same litter at all. They spent... Uh, a good, I'd say, 15, 16 years of their lives together. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, what do you think? Do you think maybe one of them has come back to visit? One or maybe both. You know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was both of them, you know, with that connection. And, you know, right. You know, I imagine it can be similar with with Pats too. I mean, we saw that with those two. I mean, you know, with, uh, with people, you know, that uh, sometimes when a spouse passes away, the next one. Sometimes is not too far after, right. you know, not always exactly. the case, but uh, mm-hmm. and I mentioned with uh, pets, I mean, uh, you know, they're uh, living, breathing animals as well, too. And, uh, right. you know, obviously there was uh, some type of connection there. So whether they're around here, both together, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Very big possibility. True. Very, very big possibility. So one of the next ones kind of in this area here, uh, looks like it's coming up. What do we have? Camp Cora. A bit of a shorter one here. So uh, it is now known as Camp Katari. Camp Katari. Katari, okay. yes. And that's at the very, very end of, uh, is it Gouli Avenue? Yes. You go up the big, big hill and and, Gouli, and Camp Cora, the former Camp Cora, Camp Katari now, which is visited by a lot of the local school children around here. Mm-hmm. So uh, what does it say? What was the report? Let's see. Well, let's see what it actually says here. Lately, I've been receiving emails in regards to the old Camp Cora. The property is now privately owned. If you have any experiences to report, especially in regards to the path leading to the lake, please send to me for further investigation. This property was originally owned by the Canadian military and served as a watch base, and the grounds were used for military exercises. Mm-mm. File active, and it shows an email address there. So it really doesn't say what happened there. More of a say very much. You know. Mm-hmm. What's going on? I wonder what's going on at Camp Cora. If anybody has any ideas, maybe they could uh, shoot us an email. I'd certainly like to hear about it. Absolutely. Or anywhere. So another one is, uh, again, here in, in uh, the local uh, area here in Sault Ste. Marie. They're uh, just at a private residence. I don't, don't believe it shows the actual one here. Okay. Uh, see, uh, report received about paranormal activity in a house in the downtown core. Uh Never heard downtown Sault Ste. Marie called the downtown core before, but uh, that's the hmm. first. Uh, these paranormal events happened to two different owners of the residence. So not, uh, could be like a residual hunting, I think. I Maybe, that's called. Yeah. yeah. Now, the activity includes, but is not restricted to a bedroom door being locked. Would then start to shake as if someone was trying to get in. Lights going off and on. Clock radio that had not been set, uh, an alarm had not been set for it and it was going off. Uh, on its own at different times, and footsteps coming up stairs to rooms on the upper floor. Cold spots in the kitchen, and sound of children laughing. That is always creepy. Yeah. And further experiences reported by neighbors include the curtains moving. Well, lot quite. where is this house? Yeah, really. I, I wouldn't mind checking say, this place out. Just in the downtown uh, core. Now, it says at the end here that uh, approximately 20 years ago, there was a fire happened in the home. So, who knows if many people died in that fire. Or what the deal is Children, about. perhaps. But uh, there's quite a bit of activity going on in that place, wherever it is. It doesn't exactly say where here in the Sioux, it just says downtown. Hmm. And I'm wondering if maybe that that's uh, downtown Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Because be. in, in the U.S. and in the States, they do call it the downtown core is nor- normally what they that's would call true. it. Yes, um, that's true. Yes, And it true. did indicate in that as well <clears throat> that it said that there was um, photos 
that were found inside the home that looked as though they originated from the United States. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, next one is the Ghouli Dump. Ooh, oh, I didn't realize there was still a dump in Ghouli <laughs> Avenue. Or <laughs> Ghouli Avenue. Ghouli. <laughs> well, looks like, well, let's see what's going on at this dump, shall we? Um, right. Also known as the Fenwick Site. Okay. Doesn't mean anything to me, but uh, nope. reports indicate that when the dump was closed, it was filled over with soil and how and house. That's not houses. Uh, should be houses. It says housed were built on the on the site. Mild poltergeist activity has been reported. Investigation ongoing. A reader has claimed that a family member went missing in the area in the Havilland Shores Harmony Beach area. She believes that the family member was murdered by her boyfriend and buried at the site uh, due to evidence that had come forward after her disappearance. According to my research, wow. The Fenwick site closed was closed in, in 2000. 2000. Hmm. Wow. Due to high levels of dissolved organic carbon hmm. were found in nearby groundwater. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So, groundwater contaminants. Hmm. Wow. Alrighty then. Hmm, what's going on in Gooley River? I don't know. Hmm. Really don't know. Wow. All right, so next one on our list here is the Cornwall Building, which is uh, not something I'm quite familiar with, even growing up in this uh, area. This building was really built as a hotel, okay. uh, always kind of a recipe for some activity there. Uh, currently, it houses a number of small shops. There have been reports of noises on all four levels, an eerie feeling of being chased and or followed. So uh, we discussed this a little bit in the last episode, um, where that eerie feeling, that feeling of being mm. chased, you know, you really have to make sure that you check your EV, your EMF levels, because uh, high EMF can certainly cause a fear cage. Uh, you can get uh, skin irrita irritations, rashes, yep. that feeling of, of uh, being chased, that type of stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not too sure that I'm I'm too keen on that report. I think uh, I think something could could be maybe high EMFs or what what they what has been referred to as a fear cage. Could be. So, I experienced a little bit myself. Like I had mentioned uh, being at Castle Loma, uh, the majority of the time feeling like somebody was like right behind me the entire time, and always looking over my shoulder type thing, and mm. then there not being anybody there. Right. Very. Uh, Uncomfortable feeling to say the least. Right, right. So, uh, what do we have next? Hiawatha Falls, which Hiawatha. I think is a place that's pretty familiar to most people in this yeah, area. Yeah, a lot of activity going on there, uh, people wise, not paranormal wise, mm -hmm. that I'm aware of anyway. So, let's see what comes up here. Local reports state a number of occurrences of seeing the apparition of a quote unquote white lady, nameless because she appears dressed in a white frilly nightgown uh, near the two falls and also at the swimming pool. Or swimming pond, sorry, swimming pool. Hmm. Mm. That's not right. Stories of hearing footsteps on the boardwalk area, being touched by the apparition, and hearing her speak softly. And still under investigation. Wow. Hmm. I wonder if any anybody has uh, experienced that that we are aware of anyway. Mm. Be awesome to uh, be shot a message or something. If you have, if you have at uh, Hiawatha Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want us to check the place out, please let us know. Absolutely. Mind, uh, uh, I don't think anybody yeah. swims there anymore, though. Oh, yes, people do. Yeah. Do they, really? Yeah. So, this next one has a big, long story here. I don't think we have time to, to go through the whole thing here, but... Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe one or one part or something there yeah. we can... Looks Since like it's various yeah, do, locations. Do number one there. There's some okay. various locations in this uh, report here, so... Yeah. Yeah. So this was sent to somebody who wished to, to remain anonymous, and uh, none of these stories, locations, have been researched by us. So these are ones that they've gotten reports about, uh, but haven't really followed up on. Mm -hmm. So this was a, the, let's go through the, at least the one here. Uh, yeah. This is actually uh, it's a pretty popular place downtown in Sault Ste. Marie for quite a while. You know, not so much nowadays, but uh, at the Windsor Park Hotel on Queen Street in Sault Ste. Marie, here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. It's now called the Windsor Park Retirement Home. And it actually has is changed. changed now, yes. It hmm. is now residence, I believe, for Algoma University students. Okay. Yeah. All right, so about nine years ago, a friend of mine and her mom were working there as maids. Uh, they got me, my sister, and my mom jobs there as maids. I was told about the hotel's history my first day working there. 
but like most people, didn't believe it at first. As part of the job, we had to push large metal stands full of sheets, towels, etc. around, as any maid would, uh, used to clean rooms. My first day on the job, I was told about the second and fourth floor of this hotel. The second floor had one huge large suite called the Victoria Room. It was being used for large meetings. It was said that a young woman was killed in was killed in there. There is spelled incorrectly. That's okay. And that her spirit never left. I was told this is by the way all one sentence. <laughs> so I'm like running out of breath here. Okay, uh, I've been used, uh, spirit never left. Okay, I was told that no matter how hard the hotel tried to rent that floor, that no one would stay there. The floor was uh, famous for a ghost everyone called Joe. Hmm. Ooh. Interesting. I was told shortly after uh, the hotel was built that he had stayed on the fourth floor and died from a gas leak. He uh, died in his room. Uh, I was also told you could tell when he was near because you could hear the smell. Oh, sorry, you could hear the smell. You would, you could smell heavy cigar smoke and he, you could hear whistling. Wow. Okay. Wow. Coming from either the room or the elevator. Once again, I didn't believe it. My first shift, I had to clean the floor. There were only four rooms on that floor and not one guest in any of them. In all time, they had worked there. They cleaned the room where Joe had died. Huh. Experienced the heavy cigar smoke, the whistling noise. Wow. Couldn't Hmm. Couldn't even get the door open that area interesting locked so it seems like a common theme is hmm. is these locking doors right yeah feel cold feelings smells that type of thing definitely an indication that there could be a, maybe a spirit around hmm. so uh different types of spirits of course would be uh you know something intelligent whether it, it, perhaps this joe is an intelligent spirit you know maybe uh when he's around you you smell c- cigars and then maybe on occasion you don't because he's an intelligent uh, spirit, something that can maybe move stuff or interact with somebody. Whereas there is another type of uh, haunting that some of us experience as well, kind of like a, a recording over and over again that just plays regardless of whether you're there or not. Yep. So, and residual. I think that's a residual haunting, right? Well, it could be. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mind checking that one out. That's actually pretty accessible for us. Right. Uh, another one that might actually interest you too, because you used to live right around this uh, spot. Uh, it's, the only other one I'll read from this article, and then we'll kind of move on here. But uh, um, this person uh, writes in, A place uh, where I had lived at from the age of five to six years old was on Wallace Terrace here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. I lived in the upstairs apartment, uh, which had a long staircase uh, on the, the back roof that led to the ground, and, on, uh, and one inside the apartment that led to the front door, and one small apartment downstairs. My mother used to tell me, uh, I would tell her, people in the closet... Her people, tell tell her of people crying. Later, she said she heard that a man had killed himself and two small children in my closet, and then killed himself in there. I had lived in this place again many years later. I moved out not too long after moving back in. This place has now turned into a four uh, four. Apartments all in the same, same house. house. So I think so, I, I know where that place is, and it's it was right across the, the but, street from where we used to live on Wallace Terrace. That was a little tough to read that one. There's some really bad punctuation in that. Mm, uh, some of this writing. Right. Uh, spell check is your friend, folks. Uh, make more use of it, please, and thank you. All right. Wow. Some interesting local reports, and I'm sure we can touch on more in future episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, again, if, if, if anybody out there has has their own story that they would like to share with us, and maybe we can share it in our podcast. Just post it right on our Facebook Absolutely. page. Absolutely. We'll Get in touch we'll, with us. You know. We'd love to hear from you. One thing that I think we'll touch until there's one main one that I want to kind of talk about, uh, is we're a little over halfway now, is uh, actually coming from somebody who listens to our program here. Why do ghosts come? Why are ghosts here? Do they do they have an unfinished businesses? Are are they coming back? You know, what purpose does a ghost have for being around? Mm-hmm. Essentially, right? right. Sure. Um, why are they even here doing what they're doing? Supposedly. So, you've got these these <laughs> paranormal groups that are out there. Mm-hmm. These uh, paranormal researchers that are out there. Um, you've got like the ghost adventures and the ghost hunters and the Ryan Buells and the Josh Gates mm-hmm. and all of these different people. And 
honestly, if they haven't come out with an answer for that yet, I don't think that I can either. Well, we can mm. speculate at the very least, right? right? Absolutely. <laughs> I think, uh, personally, one of the reasons, anyway, I can't say that it, this is a definite answer for everyone, but uh, perhaps possessions is a big one for them because uh, you do have haunted objects, of course, you know, uh, John Zaffis and... Uh, there's also the, uh, the, the, there's a traveling museum of the occult who, uh, who are going to be here actually at the Quaden uh, convention this year. So, uh, they're, uh, they specialize in haunted objects and anybody who's either seen the haunted collector or possibly, uh, been to the convention and, and actually got to meet John Zaffis, Carl and I did one year and, uh, very interesting guy. He's got some creepy artifacts with him. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think some people are just attached to these objects, uh, possessions, so to speak, that they don't want to leave behind for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. One of the theories that I've kind of come up with are maybe that these spirits, maybe they think that they're just still people and they don't really even realize that they're dead and they're just kind of going about their business as though nothing's really changed. changed. You know, and then maybe they're, you know, trying to reach out to certain people and they're not being able to. Maybe that's what maybe creates an angry spirit. Who knows, right? Right, so, yes, like, yes. Maybe getting angry from, uh, you know, maybe them trying to reach out to people and then realizing, hey, something's not right here. I can put my arm or, you know, through stuff. And, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but I know? think you and I have even, even kind of discussed that a little bit. Not yeah. really in length, but, I mean, that's more of a situational thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? It's more of a... Uh, yeah, I'm going to use the words. It's on a case-to-case basis yep. right. that stuff like that, right? Because, I mean, you've always got different situations that have happened, and we don't know what those situations are. So it's sometimes hard to speculate as to why they're still here. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, already, right? One has come from you saying they don't know that they're dead. Mm-hmm. And then one coming from, you know, the other side here saying um you know that they're attached to something Mm -hmm. right Right. so i mean it's i don't know that we're ever really going to get an answer to that question considering how many different theories and situational Mm -hmm. things could be out there for that right it depends on on what your actual life was like you know were you were you a good quote unquote person, you know, where you like the murdering type where you where, you know, and that can affect, you know, your you know, when you become a ghost or your afterlife or however you want to word word this, you know, that, that can affect the circumstance there too, right? You know, were you a good person? Were you a killer? Were you the victim of a murder? You know, it's it mm-hmm. depends on so many different things, you know, that can create different situations there in my opinion. So. It does. Absolutely. So it'd be, it's going to be kind of hard to just say, okay, you know, this is the way it is for every single case because that's right. obviously yeah. not, not, the re- not the way to do it. On an individual basis, for sure. So, so yeah, I mean, it's a definitely a good question. I think it's a, somebody, I think it's something that everybody that investigates this kind of stuff is really searching for an answer for. Absolutely. Like Carl said, you know, well, anybody find an actual answer? Who knows? Probably not. Probably not. That's definitely definitely a tough one, mm-hmm. right? So you know, so there's one of the you know the many topics that you know we can kind of bring up that other people have mentioned. You know, so like we said, you know, post on our Facebook page if there's certain stuff that you want us to talk about. Please reach out to us so we can really talk about the stuff that you guys want to hear us mention. So. Definitely, absolutely, absolutely. Right. So uh, one of the ones that uh, that I want to kind of uh, delve into here, I got to pull this up, and it's actually a uh, clip from a, a YouTube. Um, video here now this doesn't have to actually do with uh ghosts or hauntings or anything like that but it is very unusual and i think what you know possibly qualify as paranormal because it's not something that would normally usually happen right and this is just involving noises happening like just hmm. in, in you know just being outside you know just in people hearing the same noise in the sky now this isn't just a localized thing this has happened worldwide What's very interesting is that the the sound is essentially exactly the same. Yep. And I think it would be kind of best described as almost kind of like a trumpet kind of a sound happening in the sky. And I'll, I'll play, you know, maybe a couple minutes of this uh, video here so you guys can get a bit of a idea of what we're talking about here. And then we'll discuss a little bit more and maybe try and come up with an explanation for what might be causing this. So All right. Go. 
New at 11 now, it's a nervous night for residents of Fairlawn, New Jersey, wondering if it will happen again. For about a week there, the area's been plagued by loud, booming sounds. Problem is, no one knows where the sound is coming from. We were like looking at each other like, what was that? It happened twice in the past week to Danielle McManus and her family. While inside their home, in a usually very quiet Fairlawn neighborhood, things went bump in the night. If we didn't know any better, almost it's like a cannon. It was so deep and just like echoey. Elsewhere in this neighborhood along the Passaic River, residents say they've heard loud booms as early as 6 p.m. and as late as 2 in the morning. It's like, psh, psh. it was like, grr, grr, brr, like that. I uh, heard the noise, so I came out here. Sometimes, you know, people dump garbage. You know, I sounded like a garbage truck. Initially, they thought maybe the noises were coming from this PSENG plant in Patterson across the river from the communities where the noises are being reported. Construction is going on, but a neighbor closest to this plant says the booms are not coming from here. Have you heard any sounds coming from this plant? No explosions. He has extra officers deployed, more eyes and ears for when whatever it is disturbs the peace again. Not often we report on falling prices. No. One of many people in Gloucestershire and Wiltshire that heard a loud boom coming from the skies last night. The noise was heard at Cotswold Airport near the village of Kemble at around 10 o'clock. Some say their entire houses shook. But the airport and the police say it was all part of an emergency services exercise. Yeah, that's right, AJ Abbey. We'll take a look at this map. This is where residents say they are hearing the loud booms. And you can see right across this map, you can see North Florida and South Georgia. Almost all the counties in our coverage area are covered. Now, take a look at some of what our viewers posted on Facebook. Kelly writes, it sounded, in, she's writing from Havana at around 1030, it sounded like a loud truck rumbling, went outside and nothing. Also, Precious B writes, it felt like I heard the noise you I heard at the time referenced. My home shook. I thought it was an earthquake. Yet another viewer also telling us that this one is uh, Stephanie. She says, I have heard and felt several times over the last few days. Dogs go crazy and the windows rattle. It felt like the whole house was shaking. Now, we did reach out to this as some of you, so many of you were talking about this. We decided to go in search of what may have caused the boom. We reached out to Tyndall Air Force Base near Panama City. Officials told us four of their aircraft were flying Tuesday evening during that time, but they also said there was no indication of any sonic boom that would be noticeable in the areas reported. There's a lot of people talking. So now about we'll actually hear some of the actual sounds here. So there's just news reports happening here. What was it? Yeah, what caused this boom? Was it a force of nature or. So I'm just fast-forwarding through a little bit just to give you an idea. These are clips from taken from all over the world, and the sound is very, very similar no matter where it's being recorded here. So yeah, a little bit of an idea of that noise. I mean, uh, I've looked at recordings. I mean, there's they've heard in Canada, 
They've heard it in the in the U.S., in South America, over in Europe, over in Asia, Australia. It's being heard all over the place. And these are actually clips from just from 2016, all of them in this particular one. And there's more to it, but I didn't want to, you know, play play for too long. And um, so yeah, it's an identical sound being heard everywhere around the world. Wow. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. I wonder, has it been heard here in Sault Marine? I don't know about that. I know somebody who heard it in Winnipeg in Manitoba. So they heard uh, that particular sound. It wasn't for like an extended period of time, but they did hear that particular noise. So okay. very unusual, you know, and uh, people have been trying to figure this one out. Um, I've heard, you know, things, you know, ranging from, you know, it just being, uh, you know, the... Uh, tectonic plates on the earth kind of colliding together which which could maybe explain it maybe not explain how loud that is but uh people even uh saying it has something to do with religion it's jesus coming back to earth making that noise which uh i don't know if that's that's kind of reaching there a little bit for me but uh yeah you know but uh well he does say in the bible that trumpets will sound yeah that's true now is that after the trumpets Normally he should. Oh, okay, so yeah. I think he should have been here by now if right. that was the case. If that was the case, so yeah, you know, it, it's uh, definitely something that's unexplained. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely. I, I don't think honestly, I don't think it's something that's biological. I don't think there's any animal on Earth that can make a noise that loud. Wow. You know, that could be heard for that, you know, from that far away. So I could certainly, from listening to that, understand why somebody would think maybe it was a loud truck going by or. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those of us who live here in the West End. I was thinking maybe city, trains you know, or something. Yeah, sure. You know, like, uh, you know, just rubbing up against the tracks kind of loud or something. Right. But mm-hmm. I won't explain how loud it is, though. If I heard that, I would think it was just the steel plant. Steel plant noise, yeah. 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 If I were to hear that, I would think it was dragons. <laughs> yeah. Dragon. Well, that's uh, I don't know if we're gonna uh, get into that topic of whether or not dragons <laughs> yeah, exist or not, maybe but uh, the existence of dragons and uh, other paranormal activity <clears throat> and that type of thing is for maybe another show. Oh, oh, definitely yeah. it is. Yeah, sure. But uh, that particular case is a really interesting uh, one for me, and it's uh, been happening for a few years now of uh, people hearing these noises. And just not knowing really what it is. Any idea when the latest report was? The... I believe it was late 2000. I think it was like December in 2016. Okay. I think it was in right. Norway. So pretty recently. Yeah, so I believe it was in the uh, Norway, Sweden area. So. And this has been uh, happening for probably about six years. Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. yeah. Is I remember first hearing about this about six, six seven years yeah. ago. So. And I know when uh, December 21st, 2012 was kind of happening around that time that there there was quite a bit of this happening as well. Yes. You know, and I think a lot of people were trying to link it to, to that. Because that, that was yeah. a pretty interesting phenomenon. phenomenon 12, 12, 12, 12. Uh, the uh, December 21st, 2012. Oh, the 21st, right, yes. With the Mayan calendar supposedly ending on that date. And, yes. Right. You know, there was that galactic alignment that happened, which, uh, you know, was something I, I was actually pretty interested in for a while because what, whenever that, uh, you know particular alignment it has like when the sun uh, meets up with the middle of the milky way galaxy there's typically been a really large scale natural disaster happen on this planet yes so you know that's something where a lot of people were uh you know expecting something to happen because you know every other time that that's happened there's been something that's actually happened yeah and so this is actually the first time you know when that alignment has happened where nothing really negative, nothing yeah you know yeah. so i think the biggest thing with that to add to that, of course, was that the Mayan calendar resets, not necessarily in the world or anything like that, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> the Mayan calendar resets, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because that was a very interesting, I mean, a lot of people were. Uh, Quite panicked. Yeah, and some people went even as far as to, you know, buy like uh, underground shelters and stuff, like even some yes. well-known celebrities were uh, were quite uh Right, um, right. Invested in what was going to happen there, and it ended up not happening. Well, so. unfortunately, I still had to go to work the next day. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I will be honest. Even with myself, I, I in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, of a feeling something, you know, something may happen. I mean, there was so much, uh, you know, suggesting that it would, you know, legitimate research that had been done on this, you know, right. And that's and, a legitimate fear of the unknown. Right, exactly. That yeah, uh, could very well be in it, right in itself, right? So, yeah. You know, I think the only thing that happened maybe on that day it was, I think it snowed quite a bit. Oh. Where yeah. I was, well, that's a natural disaster time. all by itself. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's, uh, 
this winter here has, has not been uh, too kind for us here, but hopefully it's uh, done now. We, we hope. I'm done we dealing hope. with the snow, so. Yeah, uh, me too. But, anyways, do you guys have anything more to kind of, uh, you want to discuss on this uh, episode here? Before we get to wrapping things up here? I don't know. I think, honestly, I think we've we've really covered a lot tonight yeah, on yeah. this episode, which yeah. is which is good. And mm-hmm. it, you know, th- this episode kind of gives a lot of people, um, you know, stuff to think about. And we've talked about you know the different shows, and we've talked about you know activity that's actually happened, you know, locally in the area. So, yep. I mean, again, as been said already, go on to Facebook, send us a message, get a hold mm-hmm. of us somehow. If you have somewhere that you know that we could go into to investigate. Yep. Let us know if you got any, you know, anything that you've experienced. We want to hear it. Let mm-hmm. us know. Yeah, For abso- sure. absolutely. And uh, as we mentioned too, if it's something that you want us to actually investigate, you know, definitely suggest it as well and we can you know, do what we can to see if maybe we can make it happen. So, and uh, certainly we have a little surprise coming up for you again this summer. Mm-hmm. We've touched a little bit on that. We're certainly not going to uh, uh, divulge too many details, still uh, working those out, and, and it's certainly more to come. Yeah. Uh, but I know that you can certainly uh, expect some good things coming out of, uh, out of us, and uh, we look forward to it. I hope you guys do too. So, uh, you know, to touch on that. And, and like Carl said, if there's somewhere you want us to investigate, you want us to mm-hmm. get out there, we want to hear from you. We want to interact with uh, with you. And we certainly uh, are looking for anywhere that if you'd like it investigated and have the yeah. authority to let us in and let us investigate it, we're more than happy to do so. Now, we've even added a, uh, you know, while the recordings are happening, you know, we can maybe give you guys a little bit of a heads up, you know, maybe we'll even start maybe doing a Facebook Live uh, at some point. Uh, Excellent, yes. Uh, something to look into. We also have a, a chat that uh, Carl's actually just set up on the website, if you want yes. to tell people a little bit about, about that, Carl. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, just going to the website itself, it is uh, about halfway down the page. Um, but yeah, it's an, it's just an interactive chat where, mm-hmm. you know, one of us will be in there and... Um, Keep your eyes you peeled. Can, yeah, always always take a look at the website because you never know when one of us are going to be there. We're just going to kind of hop in, log in, and then you log in as well. If you got any, and you just log in with Facebook or Twitter. That's all it's going to ask you for. And you, yeah, just come and chat with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And uh, just to mention, uh, before we did this episode earlier in the week, I uh, came on and did a brief thing. Uh, just recently, you know, only six episodes in with a little bit that I did, and this one's going to make eight, but uh, already we're at 111 uh, views or slash listens, downloads from you guys. So that's awesome. again, thank you for that. Uh, that's a pretty good number there, in my opinion, for such a new uh, uh, thing that we have going on here. So uh, and, again, yeah, and please, much, please feel free to share with your friends. We, yes. we are always looking, looking for more listeners. So if you like what you're hearing from us, uh, please share. Absolutely. For anybody who's interested in you know, the paranormal uh, technology, pro wrestling, you know, we may add some other topics in there at some point, but we don't want to stretch ourselves too thin. We'd rather be kind of good at some uh, a few things instead of uh, just being kind of half-assed at a bunch of things. So yeah, exactly. that's answer any particular topic that you know you want us to talk about. You know, we'll definitely uh, you know take into consideration and see if it's something that. Uh, we want to discuss. So. Sounds great. Definitely. Yeah. Excellent. Right. And I think we'll uh, also, as we usually do, mention uh, our podcasting friends here in the local area, starting with the MBM podcast, Everything RC, hosted by Moose and Mike. If uh, RC car racing is something that you're interested in, even if not, make sure check it out. And, you know, um, obviously, if you're already interested in that, you'll enjoy what they're talking about. And who knows, them uh, uh, listening to their show might get you interested in it as well and uh, they just you know just put on a good show whether you're they into do. that kind of or not mm-hmm. so also they, they put on an awesome show just like these next guys yes we're talking about robin and wit over at the space jam podcast mm-hmm. where they go through and they talk about anything and everything but not limited to sports pro wrestling alcohol comics and entertainment mm-hmm yep and so I- you can follow them on facebook as well at yes. the space jam podcast mm-hmm and uh yeah because they post when new episodes are out just like we do absolutely yep uh using uh the social media to our advantage right so some good stuff there and also we'll uh do a brief uh, shout out to our friends at kc security yes here in the sault ste marie area and uh if you're back yes they are back if you need anything from just uh 
you know, if you want even just somebody to check in on your house while you're going away on vacation to make sure that uh, nobody's sneaking in there. And, you know, even uh, to hold on to, to your keys while you're on vacation. I don't think people like bringing their keys when they go on vacation. Just give them to, to them and then you don't have to worry about it. When you get back, you get your keys, get back in your house, and you're good to go. Definitely. Yeah, we just want to mention that they are 24 hours a day, uh, seven days a week. Uh, their slogan there is peace of mind is a matter of choice. So make sure that you choose KC Security Services in Sault Ste. Marie. They can be found online at kcsecurity.ca. Or you can give them a phone call at 705-998-2613. Cool. Nice. All right. Excellent. I think that's a good note uh, enough here. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, we will see you guys next time. And from uh, myself, Carl, and Diamond Frost here. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll end off with a little bit of music here for you guys. Uh, I think this is uh, pretty appropriate for the conversation that we've had here. So enjoy, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Ciao. Thank you.